This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. And now, introducing to you, the positive film buff, Levi Patton. He's positive. Positive. He's positive. Positive. Hello, I'm Levi Payton, but of course, I prefer to be known as the positive film buff, the only film buff in the world that is unable to hate any movie or even see flaws with it. And welcome to episode eight of my mini segment, Oscar Noms. As you probably know, on this segment, I review movies that were nominated for the Oscar for Best Picture. In fact, I've actually been reviewing those types of movies before I even created this mini segment. Last year, I reviewed the 2019 Best Picture nominee, Joker. And during the Oscar season, I reviewed another 2019 nominee, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Then I created this segment. And while I was reviewing several other Best Picture nominees, I ended up reviewing two more released in the year 2019, Ford v. Ferrari, and most recently, 1917. Today, you're not just hearing my eighth episode of Oscar Noms, you're going to hear my fifth review of a Best Picture nominee from 2019, and it's simply titled The Irishman. How did I come across watching this movie, you might ask? Well, for the first time ever, I actually logged on to Netflix during the weekend. On that weekend, I logged on to Netflix to watch The Irishman, and after that, I watched a 2011 documentary called A Puppeteer's Journey, which talked about a famous Sesame Street character, and then I watched another 2019 Best Picture nominee, Marriage Story. My watching of 2019 Best Picture nominees didn't stop there, though, as on Monday, I went to Foxtel to watch the movie Little Women, not the 1994 original, the 2019 acclaimed remake. Recently, I've just watched three Best Picture nominees from 2019, but The Irishman is the one I'm talking about today, because this deserves to get a big mention from me just as much as the previous 2019 Best Picture nominees I've reviewed on this show. The film tells the real-life story of a man named Frank Sheeran, a veteran of World War II, living a simple life in Philadelphia in the 1950s. His life has changed forever when, while working as a delivery truck driver and selling some contents to a local Philadelphia gangster, Sheeran comes across the head of the Northeastern Pennsylvania crime family, Russell Balfalino. Balfalino. The two become unlikely partners, with Sheeran using his war skills to become a hitman for Russell and begins performing jobs that sees himself climbing up the ranks to become a very skilled hitman. During this time, Sheeran meets Jimmy Hoffa, the hot-tempered head of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, and both Sheeran and Hoffa become the best of friends. As many years pass, Sheeran sticks by the sides of both Russell and Hoffa, continuing to perform Russell's hitman jobs and witnessing Hoffa go through various difficult struggles involving a conflict with a fellow teamster and serving jail time for jury tampering. By the time of the year 1975, a huge event occurs that will forever change the lives of those three different men forever. 
if you're if you know the story you may know what the event i'm mentioning not mentioning is before i go ahead and praise this movie i want to get something out of the way first the film's director the director of this film is actually one of the great film directors if not the greatest film director of all time he has made a lot of acclaimed films, including Raging Bull, Goodfellas, The Departed, Hugo, and The Wolf of Wall Street. If any of those films sound familiar to you, then you probably already know that this movie is directed by Martin Scorsese, practically one of the greatest masterpieces of cinema. I've seen a couple of Scorsese films, and they all prove to be film masterpieces from, to me. Goodfellas was amazing, and The Departed was amazing, and I can proudly state that this movie, Scorsese's most recent film as well, is also 100% A+, 10 out of 10, amazing. With this film, Martin Scorsese's magnificent direction he has shown in all of his past films, from his classics to his modern work, has not lost its touch. Not one bit. The story of the relationship between Frank Sheeran, Jimmy Hoffa, and Russell Balfolino is one amazing story that Scorsese brought to life in film so amazingly. With the combination of his direction and an excellent screenplay written by Steven Zalulian, the whole story is told in an extremely powerful manner showcasing a lot of complex characters, a fantastic blend of humor and emotional depth, amazingly executed memorable moments, and all of it is shown in a really, really long movie with a runtime of 209 minutes. Wow. With that kind of runtime, this is actually the most longest Martin Scorsese movie you could ever watch. Or heck, one of the longest ever movies you could ever watch in general. The length, however, is a perfect fit for the type of story this is. And it took all advantages in showcasing all of its interesting aspects. The three main characters, Frank Sheeran, Jimmy Hoffa, and Russell Bofalino, are each portrayed by three legendary Oscar-winning actors, and all three of them perform their parts amazingly. Sheeran is played by Robert De, Robert De Niro, Hoffa is played by Al Pacino, and Russell is played by Joe Pesci. De Niro succeeds in giving Sheeran a lot of interesting humanity from beginning to end, while Pacino brings out some dazzling unpredictability into his role as Hoffa. The coolest thing about Pacino's presence in this movie, however, was that this was his first time working with Martin Scorsese. Pretty interesting, huh? Joe Pesci came out of retirement to portray Russell, and this is one heck of an amazing comeback performance, mainly due to the fact that the character of Russell is a completely different and more human type of character than Pesci's Oscar-winning villainous role in Goodfellas. Still villainous, but has a more human side in him. So you got three legendary actors with three beyond amazing performances in this movie. But here's where things get more fascinating. As I mentioned before, the story takes place between the 1950s into the 1970s. And because of that, we see each of the three characters in different ages. And De Niro, Pacino, and Pesci, each of them in their 70s in real life, still play their characters in those different ages. 
to accomplish that, visual effects have to take center stage. And they had a single job in de-aging the three actors to fit their characters' respective ages. Scorsese and the film's visual effects supervisor, Pablo Hellman, have actually created a different type of way to achieve the de-aging visual effects in this movie, a way that I don't think I can properly explain. But whatever they did, they did it very amazingly, almost to the point where we do not even notice the effects <laughs> at all, as all three actors have very recognizable faces anyway. It's those efforts that caused this film to be nominated for the Best Visual Effects Oscar, alongside Avengers Endgame, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. All of them I reviewed, and I've now just reviewed all five Best Visual Effects nominees from the year 2019. Anyway, the Irish Man is a pure miracle of a movie, taking advantage of its long 209-minute length to give us such an epic crime story filled with amazing performances, non-stop memorable and powerful moments, and some of the most creative and spectacular uses of modern visual effects. And it actually beats the 2019 musical Cats to become my number one best honorable mention of the year 2019. But what do you expect when you've got a fantastic cinema master like Martin Scorsese as the director? I'm actually happy I, I have actually spoken about a movie directed by Scorsese. My reviews have mainly been for blockbusters and animated films, but as I've already proven with my Oscar nom series of films, I can break away from those type of movies and watch and review actual film masterpieces. That's why my name is the positive film buff, not the positive animated film buff or the positive blockbuster film buff. No, it's the positive film buff, meaning I watch a large variety of films. Whatever the reason, I'm proud to have spoken about a Martin Scorsese film on this show, and The Irishman was a fantastic choice. It's been acclaimed by many critics as one of the best films of 2019 and for good reason. And now I'll close this review in the manner of Joe Pesci when he first won his Oscar for Goodfellas. <clears throat> the Irishman is a great film. Go watch it. High achieving year 12 students who put the University of Southern Queensland first on their QTAC application could become rewarded. Automatic scholarships up to $29,000 are on offer. Make USQ your first choice and join the number one university in Australia for graduate starting salary. Visit usq.edu.au slash become rewarded for more details.